Hey, what's up, Burn Your Boats fam? Good to have you back here for the first That's What You Get Wednesday of 2020. The year of perfect vision. <laughs> and that's actually um, that's actually going to be a bit of a theme um, this year uh, about vision and the importance of your aim and your vision and, uh, and how to gain clarity on that and how to avoid some pitfalls and some... Uh, some mental traps, um, and, and really one of the big things that I'm going to try to carry through, uh, in this year is really, uh, logical fallacies and, and talking about what those are, how to identify them, um, why it matters and how it's relevant to you, but then diving into them, uh, one by one, you know, one a week, something like that, uh, a couple, if it, if it fits, you know, we'll, we'll feel it. Um, but first, before we get into that, before we dive into the logical fallacies, I need to talk to you about this sweet shirt that I have on. For those of you that are listening to this, I am wearing a shirt that I just got in the mail. If you see, um, it's got an it's got an azimuth, and it's got a back azimuth, and it's drawn, it's diagrammed out, and there's a sweet freaking bear in the bottom. And it's from a good friend of mine, uh, Neil Goff, who has a company, uh, Sound Earth Co. Uh, I believe that you can get these right now um, on his, at his shop. They're at soundearthcoshop.com. Um, I'm not sure if it's up and running. He, um, this was kind of a test run, and so I kind of got I got like an early edition, and I'll tell you what, it feels amazing. I'm actually gonna run it, wear it for a run tonight um out at james a brown park here in support of the local art team red white and blue rwb here um super pumped um so obviously i'm not actually recording this on wednesday i'm recording it on monday <laughs> so i'm just trying to get ahead of the game you know and bring you guys some some good quality uh stuff that's prepared ahead of time so that way um i'm taking care of you guys so um but yeah so check it out check out the shop and and um like i said this is a the feel is amazing, and, and if you like the design, it's very simple. It also comes on, like, mugs and uh, stickers and stuff like that. It's really cool. I love this one, uh, and I'm it's definitely going to make its way to the top of my uh, my running repertoire and workout repertoire now because I love it. Um, so, okay, what are we talking about today? Um, we're talking about logical fallacies, right? So, and, and the idea here is um, it's still that's what you get Wednesdays, right? So... It is if you are trying, if you are not aware of these logical fallacies um, and, and why they don't work, um, really, let's start with like what, what, what is a logical fallacy, right? So it's basically a invalid or not correct or faulty way of reasoning. Um, when it comes to formulating an argument or a response to an argument or a response to a statement. Um, and, and there are kind of common, we're going to start at least with some common pitfalls of stuff that we, uh, that we may hear. And, and so some of the types that you may have heard of, so you may be more familiar if you're thinking that I've never heard of a logical fallacy before, what the hell is this nonsense that you're talking about? Well, it's probably, you've probably heard, um, you've probably heard of them more so than you think. And so I, I've, just a couple of them, 
that I think that you'll be familiar with are like slippery slope. So if you've heard everyone like, oh, it's a slippery slope, um, that's actually a logical fallacy. Um, hasty generalizations, uh, ad hominem attacks, uh, circular reasoning or circular arguments. Um, those are ones that I, I hear frequently. Um, there are more. There are a bunch. We're going to cover. There's, there are so many of them that this can last us forever. Um, but today I wanted to focus on one in particularly. But before I got into that one, I wanted to talk about uh, like why. Right? Why, why is it specifically, how is this relevant to you in your life and, and what it is that we're trying to do here? And so um, we're trying to create a life of more abundance, right? Uh, uh, across the board, no matter what aspect or avenue of life that we're talking about, we want increase. We want more because we know that more is possible. Um, I don't think that anyone is looking at their life and saying, yep, I maxed out in this area of life, maxed it, done. Um, and if you are, Rock on, brother. Like, that's great. Uh, but what other aspects of your life maybe aren't there? Um, and so that's where we're looking for uh, increase. So um, I'm looking to raise the tide for all of the different boats of my life and and to burn the ones down that are holding me back or the ones that, that are allowing the tide to rise for all of them. Um, I want to get those out of the way. So how do logical fallacies play into this? Um, well, not only will learning about and becoming aware of these logical fallacies, not only will it help you to avoid falling into them yourself and using them when you're making an argument or making a, uh, and uh, when I'm, when I'm saying argument, I don't want you to think of a fight. I'm going more, uh, historically and originally with the word argument where it's an argument is just, it's. Um, think of it more like in court where when you are making your case, when you're, when you're making an argument, you're, you're presenting your side and you are presenting evidence and information, um, and, uh, and reasoning and logic to back an idea, right? So I'm not talking about fighting. Um, I'm talking about, uh, battling of ideas, you know, or, or trying to back an idea really. Um, and so... This will help you to make more sound arguments if you're avoiding these things while you're making them, but also it will help you to identify when they're happening from other people. Uh, and I think this is really particularly important um, in two areas that jump out to me are your like your intimate personal relationships. So like you and your spouse, you and your boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, when when you're in a fight and one of these things may come up, or you're you're talking about new big ideas or something that you guys want to do together, and um, you might fall into some of these traps. And so this is if you're aware of it, it helps you to to guide it back. In. And that's that's one of the things too is that um, this is about guiding. This is about guiding yourself back and guiding the other people around you back to a place of logic and rationality and reason um, versus and trying to get away from those fallacies. It's not like it's all about approach and tact, right? So if you, if your approach is uh, abrupt and very hard, and and you, you just you you tell someone like, oh, that's a logical fallacy. Like you don't know what you're talking about. How about you try being more reasonable? Like what do you what do you think that's going to create there? Um, but if you identify that somebody's using it, you can just try to say, well, instead of thinking about it this way, like, have, did you ever consider it like this? Um, and just better ways to kind of walk around it and and. It, 
really can present you with an opportunity to ask questions and you can have them think about their reasoning and have them have them work themselves out of it because we are most motivated to take action on something when it's our idea. And so if you can help some if this is this is high level stuff if you're not familiar with these kinds of uh interpersonal strategies, this can be hard. Um, it's taken me a really long time and I'm not always fantastic at it, but sometimes I'm really, really good at it. Um, where you can, you can ask questions in a way that help somebody to get to a place of more rationality and then, um, they come to the same or similar idea that you already had, or at least in that direction on their own. And because they came up with it on their own, they're 10 times more motivated than if you just gave it to them. Um, that's, that's the case for all of us, you know? So, uh, you're able to do, so you're able to do that with your relationships. You're able to do that with business. Think about it like in the workplace when it comes to, uh, silly reasons that we do things in the workplace. Like, Oh, you know, we've always done it this way. That's, that's another type of logical fallacy that we'll get into. Um, I think it's called appeals to tradition. Um, and then there's like appeals to authority. And so like, Oh, well the boss does it this way. So we're going to do it that way. And the boss had to do it like, okay, but like, does that still, I mean, that doesn't justify like inefficient behavior and so if you're able to to identify these things in a more um, substantive way and you're able to identify the these fallacies when you hear them they're all they'll like turn up like red flags like oh that's a logical fallacy <laughs> like but you don't like i said again you don't want to like blow up in place on it like it's just like oh cool like i've identified that how do we work around it how do i work with you to get around this to a place where i mean maybe this is still a good idea maybe the appeal to that authority is great but um, we're not going to know if we just trust it based on the fact that it came from authority. Um, so with all of that said, we now we know what logical fallacies are, right? And we know why, they, why and how they impact us. Let's dive into our first one. Um, this is my personal favorite because it's super easy to identify and it's really important this year as we get into uh, 2020 and the elections. Uh, the it's called ad hominem and so it's a, a lot of the logical fallacies will be uh, latin phrases and so this is a latin phrase that means against the man yeah i had to write it down judge me <laughs> but it's um it's it means it's translated roughly i think to against the man and so basically what this means is that um if i make an argument right if i make a case if i make a point um and then your response is Oh, you can't, like, how are you able to make that point? Like, and they, you attack me as a person rather than the idea that it is that I have come up with. I say, I think that we should go left instead of right. You're like, oh, well, you don't, you don't know directions for anything. Like, okay, but you didn't, you didn't justify why we should go right or why we should go straight or why we should go backwards. You're just attacking me. But why should we not go left, right? So that's like a, a real basic general. So I wrote down a couple of ones I, uh, that I thought of offhand, and some of them, um, some of them I've looked up, and some of them are uh, that I thought of, especially in with a lot of the stuff that we're going to be hearing this year um, when it comes to the politics side. And so that's that's part of this too is that a lot of the logical fallacies you're going to hear these politicians make, and so you're hearing in politics, you're going to hear them at work, and you're going to hear them in your relationships. Uh, so it's a chance across the board for you to, to raise those boats, you know, to raise that tide for your life. Um, so I have, um, Greenpeace, Greenpeace's strategies aren't effective because they're all dirty, lazy hippies. 
<laughs> um, again, so maybe Greenpeace's strategies aren't effective. Maybe they're not. Maybe they are, but like, what are what's not effective about it? One, you didn't identify why it's not effective. Like, what are their strategies? What are they trying to do? Um, and so this is obviously the snippet of a much larger, broader conversation. But you got to identify what it is that we're talking about. Um, what strategies? What are they trying to do? What what is actually happening that they want to happen that isn't happening? Um, and then to identify why. Um, maybe maybe it is because they're all dirty, lazy hippies. But like, it's uh. All of them? <laughs> Again, that kind of goes into like a hasty generalization as well. Um, another one is, um, how can you argue for vegetarianism while you're sitting there shoving your face full of steak? Like, I can make the, I can make an argument for veganism and for vegetarianism right now. And I, I don't eat that way. I have no intention of ever eating that way. Um, but I get it. And I can make arguments and pleas and moral pleas to them. And, and uh, moral pleas and moral arguments behind it. Um, as well as sustainability and health. Uh, aspects of them but and, and so if i'm making that argument to like a fellow meat eater it's like why are you how can you even argue that you're eating steak like okay well that's true but what's wrong with the argument you're again you're attacking me and you're not attacking uh the fact you know that factory farming is really bad or you know, whatever whatever fact you want to bring up um you know unsanitary blah 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 blah. doesn't matter whatever fact it is that's what you attack you don't attack the person who's making it um, cause it's not a, it's not an effective and thought out rational argument. And let's see another one. Um, how can you comment on, this is happening a lot with, especially with what's going on with Iran and, uh, and all of the, the, the issues, the friction that's happening there. Uh, how can you comment me being in the service now and seeing all these people on Facebook uh, is here? How can you comment on this when you don't even, when you've never served, you're not currently serving, Whatever the case may be, no one is, is not no one. The people that are saying those things are not, not addressing the issues with the people that they're having an issue with. Um, whether they're saying we shouldn't do anything or we should, doesn't matter. The, 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 the argument that's being made doesn't matter. It's the response that we're talking to. And that's not like, I don't, I'm not going to comment on it. I don't care. That's for another, that's for all the other political shows out there. This is about identifying how people are responding. Um, and so if you're responding to individuals saying, you don't get to respond, you don't get to say this because you've never served, you've never been downrange. Like, uh, okay, so what's wrong with what I said? Like, if I don't know and I'm ignorant because I've never served, then like explain to me why, what's wrong with what I said versus just attacking me, you know? Um, and then the fourth one is, so this is, goes into the, the politics side. Uh, if you're, if you're a man, you can't comment on women's reproductive rights, Again, that's that's a, a haste uh, generalization, a wide generalization of the ad hominem, um, and it might even be an ad populist. So I have to look into that to double check. But um, it's, it's when you're if you, I can't make so this would be an ad hominem of this would be more of a one on one. So if I'm talking to a girl or even a guy and I'm saying, well, I don't I don't think that women should have the right to have an abortion. I think that that's murder, you know, or whatever the case is. Then. Uh, and the, the response is, you don't get to say anything. You don't get to have an opinion because you're a man. Like, okay, but like, what's, fight the argument again, again. It's all about fighting the argument. So, I think we get it. That's enough examples, right? You understand now, I think, what an ad hominem attack is. Um, and so, and why they're so potent and, and prevalent 
has to do with the importance that we put on individuals and the, the consistency that we expect from individuals. Um, and most of the time that we, we can't expect that. And so it's, we, we tend to try to place people in boxes and when we can't, when we can't place them in a box, then we, we struggle to trust them because we don't know what to, if we can't know reasonably what to expect. Like when you come on this show, you can come back and you can reasonably expect to know how I'm going to feel about something and what direction I'm going to go. Um, if I took a left field and I was like, entrepreneurs are way too risky and you should be way more risk averse and it's not, it's not good for you or your family. Um, it's not good for your health. You should not take that much risk. You need to chill out, find a nice, safe, secure job. You'd be like, what? That is not what we've been talking about. (laughs) So, and, uh, like I said, it's not to say that you can't do that. I think that it's great if you do. Um, I just think that you should be the best if you're not gonna go and own your own business and if you're not gonna be an entrepreneur you should be the freaking best at what you do (laughs) that's that's my rule of thumb um so but to the importance of the of the ad hominem um that's why that's why they work um is because we we're we're trusting people to be consistent and so when you're not then that's where our focus ends up going um so if you're ta- if you're talking about somebody who eats meat and they're talking about vegetarianism, like that, that's not consistent. Like I, uh, it blocks my mind, and so I'm gonna sit there and focus on that. Um, so it's it's important to identify where a person is coming from, where a person's background is, but it's it's more important to to identify the fact that you can't use that as the sole reason to disregard an argument. Um, and really, like you should take it as a chance. I don't know. I've I've come. I've developed a, a lot, a lot. You know, since uh, since my time on Earth, and I think that I look forward to conversations where I don't agree with people because it gives me a chance to learn. Um, it gives me a chance to ask questions and to figure out somebody else's point of view. And I don't get that when I talk to people that agree with me a hundred percent on everything. And so, I don't know, I really like asking questions. I, I mean, obviously, I started a show that's an interview-based show, <laughs> so I really enjoy questions. Um, but yeah, and so for that's what for the that's what you get aspect of this, if you don't, if you make ad hominem attacks, uh, or if you don't, if you're not aware of what ad hominem is, then expect to go down these rabbit trails of worthless style arguments and and being less than efficient like imagine somebody at work comes up with a great idea um for new scheduling like who are you you've never managed people before like you can't we're gonna go with the manager we're gonna go with the people that have experience when he comes up with this brilliant idea that you disregard because you're attacking him and not the schedule that he built you know and think about how much everyone loses because of that and so if you lose because you're you're falling victim to an ad hominem logical fallacy that lack of efficiency and that lack of ease in your life and the potential more money and more abundance like you said that we're looking for the lack of that 